Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast, Limitless with Nadia. It has been a really great week so far and I'm really excited for today's episode because we have a very special guest. I have been so excited to bring him onto my podcast. I am so, so, so ecstatic for this episode and all of the fun things we're gonna get into. But allow me to introduce Spencer. Hi everyone. Thank you for having me again. I love that I'm here right now. I'm actually, I've been like so used to uh, hosting yeah. that like, I'm so happy I get to be a guest. You get to switch I'm roles. Like, yeah. Oh my God. I can't it's wait. So Honestly, I have been following you on TikTok for the longest time. And I just want, um, for anybody who doesn't know you, give us a little bit of synopsis. Like who is Spencer? What is your TikTok all about? Um, I... I don't, I'm all over the place, honestly, but I would say I'm mainly known for my daily screens and bestie skits. Um, I'm definitely more on the like comedic side, if anything. Um, I also like, I do post like some videos where I look really good in makeup, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I've always just enjoyed bringing a smile to people's faces and I'm honored that I'm able to do something like that and have a job that allows me to do that. I love that for you. And it's always so fun to hear about people's experience kind of like getting on TikTok or getting on social media. Um, And the episode that we are going to be recording today is gonna be all about being the main character of your life, finding your self-confidence, not giving a shit about the haters, because that's a really big part of the journey, right? Um, And even if you're not looking to be a content creator, even if you're just looking to be more confident in your life, this is gonna be the episode for you, because we are gonna dive into all of those things on how to really shift your mindset, how to deal with the haters, and how to really feel like the main character of your life, because that is super important if you wanna become limitless, right? So I agree. Yes. Oh, so, that's good. If you want to become limitless, podcast limitless. Yes. Sorry. Oh my God. Yeah, that's exactly why I named it that because you can literally apply it to everything. So let's go ahead and dive right into the episode. Okay, so Spencer, let's talk a little bit about how you really started out on this platform and kind of where you were at before you really started posting a lot of TikToks. Okay, so I actually was working at Starbucks. So I started Starbucks when I was 16 Mm -hmm. and I hadn't had TikTok. Um, I would like send my friend, this was like, I guess, 2019. I had just graduated high school. Mm -hmm. TikTok wasn't really that big yet. I remember people being embarrassed to even say they had it, Mm -hmm. um, which is so bizarre now because it's now the number one social media app. Yeah. Um, But I remember I was working at Starbucks. I was in college and all of my friends went away to um, school and I was still home in New Jersey and I would like send them funny videos every now and again. And one of my friends, Mary, actually just suggested like, oh, make a TikTok account, make it private, and we'll just all follow you so you don't have to like send out all these videos. So I did that. And then my friend Mary actually suggested that I post my videos publicly. She was like, oh, just post a public video, see what happens. You're funny. We all find you funny. I'm sure other people will. Mm -hmm. So I did. And my first video, I think, had like 800K views. It like blew up really quickly. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I kind of just kept posting from there. And Mm -hmm. I guess that's history because it was just like kind of just like, woo. 
It just kind of happened. And I feel like that's everyone's stories. It literally just kind of happened. Nobody plans to do that kind of thing. But when, when you were like in the process of going or like before you actually posted that first TikTok publicly, did you ever struggle with being afraid of what other people would think or like that confidence piece? Like, was that ever an issue for you? I feel like it was a lot less of me caring about what others thought and a lot more of just like me wanting I guess like validation Ah. if that makes any type of sense like I like I was like oh if I post this video Mm -hmm. and it actually does well Mm -hmm. and like Mary's right Mm -hmm. then like I am funny like for the longest time it's weird but it's like my friends would call me like be like oh Spencer like you're hilarious and I'd be like okay no I'm not like I'm just like being myself but it's like when a whole bunch of people start saying, oh, you're hilarious. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, wait, maybe I am funny. Maybe not at first, but as I gradually got into posting more frequently, it definitely became more of like a, oh, if I post and it does well, this video is funny. Mm. Rather than like, oh, I'm going to be funny and post it. It's like my talent was based off of what others thought of my videos, if that makes any no, sense. No, that makes complete sense. So it's like your self-worth basically hinged on the performance of your videos and whether or not people agree that you were funny. Yes, especially when I first started. Yes, and that's, I think, what everybody struggles with, especially at the beginning of like a self-confidence journey is like stop giving a shit what other people think because everybody else could think you're hilarious but if you don't think you're hilarious that's the problem so it's like really learning how Mm -hmm. to kind of like shut off your not not your opinions but like how much you care about what other people think of you because others think yeah exactly because you have to really be able to tap into your own self-concept and you have to really believe that you are good at the things that you want to be good at before you can actually start to like post it and and really like believe in it so a lot of people will resonate with that because I also I mean I also struggled with the same thing of but for me it's less about the funny because um obviously everyone has like different areas of their life that they are prioritized and different things that they really want to be but like for me it was about if other people don't see my content and feel like they learned something from it, then I'm a dumbass. Then I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh. Does that make sense? So it's like for you yeah, it was like, the, like the comedian like the funny but then like for me it was like okay, if people aren't validating that this has any intellectual like weight to it, then it then I'm stupid and I yeah. don't know what I'm talking about. If this has an added value to their life or like their day-to-day routine, yeah. then like, I don't know what I'm, that's how I was. But in, but in like, oh, like if this doesn't make people laugh and it doesn't do well, yeah. then like, I'm not funny. Yep. And the thing is, I feel like what you really need to be able to do is look at a video before you've even posted it and be like, no, this is fire. This is like actually amazing. Like this is hilarious. That's exactly what I started doing. Mm-hmm. That was something that actually helped me a lot. It was always like when I post videos mm-hmm. now, especially, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to think of like, don't get me wrong. I love making other people laugh. Yeah. But if I can make myself laugh too, mm-hmm. then I know it's funny. Oh my God. Absolutely. And it's like, there are times where like I'll make a video and like, even as I'm thinking about the video I'll be laughing and I'm like I don't care if this gets one like or two like Mm -hmm. I'm just happy I get to post it and if it's gonna make me laugh I hope it makes other people laugh Mm -hmm. and that's exactly actually what I started doing oh my god I love that so that was one of your strategies was like okay if this can make me laugh then by default it's funny yeah it was almost like Yes, I love the fact that I get to like post funny content for people, but it was like it it, be, it was almost like a switch. Like it it was I was posting for everybody else and not me, mm-hmm. and then eventually it became I'm posting for both of us. If that makes sense, I like love I'm posting it. for myself and you guys. I love it because I love what I'm making. I think it's funny. I love what I'm doing, 
And I'm also hoping you guys will too. But if you don't, then... It doesn't matter. I mean, it it doesn't really matter because I love it. Honestly, and this goes to... Have you ever heard of the law of assumption when it comes to manifestation? Uh, I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it. Okay, so the law of assumption... Have you heard... You've probably heard of the law of attraction, right? Uh, yeah. Isn't that when it's like when you want something or it like gravitates towards you? Yeah. Or... So it's, it's basically like everything is made out of energy and the energy that you are putting out is the energy that you are attracting because like energy attracts like energy. Uh, so that's one of okay. the like manifestation laws. But the other one is the law of assumption. That's the one I want to talk about here because the law of assumption says that the things that you believe to be true about yourself and your reality without needing proof, that's what ends up manifesting. So for you, like when you think about your video and for you, like, by default, it's funny. Like you genuinely believe that it's funny and you don't really, you're not waiting on somebody else to validate that for you. That's why those videos do mm-hmm. so well. It's because you are posting it because you know, you believe in how hilarious it is and you don't care if anybody else finds it funny or not. It's like your objective belief for yourself is that it's funny. So it's like with the law of assumption and with like building confidence, it's really about believing in what you're doing and believing in like the way that you you are showing up without needing anybody else's confirmation to get you there like you don't need the proof so i love that for you you are a ball of wisdom (laughs) like i love everything you just said that was phenomenal oh my god thank you like i feel like i should take out a notebook and start writing down the things you're saying you're so funny i always when people say that i'm always get feel like a guru of some kind i'm like oh my god you want to write down what i'm talking about this is amazing (laughs) no i actually do like it's just it's just so i don't know it's even like the way you went about describing it mm-hmm. to me too. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was very wise. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's what I would use. Like very like ahead of your time. Oh, thanks. You're so sweet. Yeah. Oh my God, stop. That just made me so happy. So Spencer, I'm really curious. I ask everybody this question. I want to know what your big okay. three is within your birth chart. I do want to guess though, because I do have a couple of guesses okay. and we'll see. So from, okay. I, I don't know if I'll be able to guess exactly like where each placement is, but I'm just going to guess the signs in general. Um, definitely mm-hmm. getting Leo vibes for sure. I feel like Leo has to be in, in your big three somewhere. I'm also, I'm just getting a lot of fire and air energy. Um, because are you like emotional? Would you say that you're an emotional person? Like you, do yeah. you really get in your feels sometimes? I do, yeah. Okay, interesting. Okay, so Leo would be my first guess. The second one, I would say um, maybe Aquarius. Aquarius would be okay. my second one. And then my third one, are you really good at insulting people? Oh, you definitely are. I've watched mm-hmm. all your TikToks. You definitely yeah. are. Okay, I would say Scorpio <laughs> would be my other one. Ooh, okay. Okay, so th- can I tell you what it yes, is? Yes, go ahead. Leo Sun. Ah, uh, of course. Leo Rising. Oh my God. Virgo Moon. Oh my God, that is a really interesting big three. And I'll tell you why. Because Leo is all about being the center of attention, being the main character, being like loud and outgoing and like, I don't give a this is who I am. Whereas Virgo yeah. is all, is very like self-critical, very like don't be the center of attention, kind of stay in the background. Um, interesting. Do you ever feel like you struggle with that, with like the two sides of yourself of being super hypercritical of yourself, but then also like wanting to be in the limelight? I am very hypercritical, by the way, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's what's helped me the most, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like my platform is that everything I post, I put a lot of effort into it yeah. and I'm hypercritical, not in the sense of like, oh, it's just funny, but like, how am I going to edit this? Like, this has to look perfect, sound perfect. Mm-hmm. Like I want, I want to make sure, like, especially with like skits I plan out, mm-hmm. like I make sure everything is like cohesive and I feel like being the perfectionist I am mm-hmm. while also wanting to be like not the center of attention but the best way I would describe it is I love creating 
but I also love when people appreciate what I've created. Ah. So I feel like my Virgo moon kind of makes me a perfectionist when it comes to what I create. Okay, interesting. So I'm a Virgo rising and I can totally resonate with that. Okay. I will not put a single thing out onto the internet until it has passed my standards of what I feel like is perfect or what it feels is really good, which I feel like can be kind of, like it's a good thing, but I feel like it can also be kind of destabilizing because not everything is gonna be perfect. And if you hold yourself to a, right. to a standard of perfection that doesn't really exist, nothing is ever gonna feel good enough for you. So like, have you ever yeah. felt like you've struggled with like that perfectionist streak of like, or being afraid to put something out because you're afraid that it's not gonna be perfect? Um, in the beginning, when I first started on social media, mm -hmm. uh, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, but again, as I mentioned earlier, that was because of the fact that like I wasn't posting for myself. Mm -hmm. Like I was posting for like, I guess, validation. Mm -hmm. Like I struggled in the sense of like, I would work so hard on something mm -hmm. and I would make it perfect to my perfect standards for everyone else. And when it wouldn't do good, mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, perfect isn't perfect enough. Because it didn't do good enough. Mm -hmm. Whereas like now I'm like, oh, if I do something to my standards mm -hmm. and I think this is funny, I'm a perfectionist. If I like it enough to upload it, that's enough for me. Okay. I don't need that like validation to be like, oh yeah, this was perfect. I just, in my head, I mean, I don't think anything is ever perfect. Yeah. I feel the a better word would be to my standards to my or like to my liking. Yeah. So that's where I struggled. That makes a lot of sense. And again, this all goes back to what we were talking about of like, you are the only one that needs to believe in it in order for it to be perfect or like to your standards. Um, and I think it's all mm -hmm. about like changing, like changing the location of where the bar is at. Like the bar is not at where like everybody else will find it funny or like when everybody else finds it funny. The bar is at like where I find it's funny and where I'm satisfied with it. That means that it's perfect exactly the way that it is. So, um, mm -hmm. and I, this is also something else that I want to touch on because I think this was a realization that I had as a content creator I used to be really afraid to like, you know how on Instagram and on TikTok, there's you have different kind of audiences on there like TikTok. Yes. You don't really know all of your followers, whereas Instagram, it's kind of like, you know, the people that you follow and the, the people that follow you. Yes. So like I when I yes. first started on TikTok was so scared to put my TikToks on my Instagram because they were I mean, a lot of them were going viral. It was doing really well. I was talking about stuff that I really enjoyed um, and I was really being my mm -hmm. authentic self. But like the idea of putting that stuff on my Instagram literally made me nauseous. I was like. I can't, I can't. It's just too, like, what are people gonna mm -hmm. say? They're gonna be like, oh my God, that TikToker, or like, what does she think she's doing? And that really limited me for a long time until eventually I was like, wait, I realized that I had to reframe when you're thinking about the people that won't like your content while you're posting it, you're in a very low vibration and you're feeling like that, oh my God, you're feeling uncomfortable with yourself. You're not believing in it. But if you're thinking about the people who would love your content, which is kind of like what you were talking about, right? Like I post my stuff yeah. for the people that are gonna find it funny because I know there's people that are gonna find it funny. So it's like you're posting for mm -hmm. what I call like your soul tribe or the people who are in alignment with you and anybody who does not yeah. resonate with that content, choke, it's not for you anyway, bye. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you can rock. You can, like, <laughs> especially if you're gonna say something rude. Yes. Like. This isn't funny, okay, to you. To you. And I'm sorry, you don't have a sense of humor, you weirdo. Literally. It's literally like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you don't have a sense of humor. Like, that's really how you have to approach it, especially if you're somebody who has that issue with that self-confidence of, like, being afraid of what other people think. You literally have to be like, I'm hilarious. And if you don't agree, you're literally wrong. Go cry about it. Yeah, if you don't agree, you're in denial. You're in denial. <laughs> If 
you don't like, agree, you're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. So like, and it almost some people might think that sounds like arrogance, but I think there is a healthy amount of arrogance that you should be able to have as long as you're not like shitting on anybody else or like making anybody else feel like they're not good enough. I also feel like it is okay if you have a certain amount of arrogance, if you are open to like criticism. Yes. If you're open to being critiqued, if you're open to someone saying, hey, I think it would be funnier if you did this. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, oh, do you really think so? Let me like think of a way I can kind of include that in what I do. Yeah. Instead of being like, no, I'm already funny on my own and you sound dumb. Like, no, I would never do that. Like if someone were to like critique me or yes. give me advice, I'm always open to that. Yes. But the minute I... I would never cross that line of being like, oh, I'm too good to hear what other people think. Absolutely. And I totally agree with that. I think that is a really good distinction. I I don't think I've ever like really made that connection, but that's so true because if you're able to look at criticism as constructive and like helping you to really hone in on your craft, that's a really good thing. But it's also like, I feel like the difference is you can tell when somebody's giving you constructive criticism versus when they're just being an asshole. Like that, I feel like... If you're coming from a place where you are just being mean or you're projecting your self-hatred onto me, then I'm like, no, that is not for me. Like, you can keep that. That's not for me at all. Yeah, you can You can usually just, like, sniff out people's intentions pretty oh, quickly. Oh, my God. So clearly. It's so, It's honestly, like, and it's, I think everybody's had their fair share of getting online hate, right? Where there's just trolls. There's people who are really rude. I know I've had my fair share. But, like, what do you mm-hmm. usually do when you have somebody that's just, like, trying to tear you apart and make you feel like shit about yourself? I've actually had this happen a few times, mm-hmm. and uh, the first time it happened, it, it, I'm not going to lie, it was a lot. I didn't know what to do, because mm-hmm. it's very, I feel like our brains naturally are very, not accustomed, but it's easier for our brains to allow millions of people loving you rather than, like, thousands of people hating you. Right. Like, it was really easy for me to, like be like, oh my gosh, everyone loves my content. But it was really hard for me the minute I started seeing like one comment and then like that comment had like a thousand likes. And I think that's something that like helped me a lot was realizing how little what they're saying means to me or should mean to me, one. And two, compared to like this mean comment, how many people said something positive compared to just one? That was another switch for me where it was like, I am no longer, like, I had to realize that if I was going into my comment section seeking out negativity, mm-hmm. I was going to find a negativity. Yes. But if I went in there and I, like, even saw a glimpse of a negative comment and I was like, screw this, and I just kept going, I was going to find something positive. Mm-hmm. And majority of the time, it is mostly just positive. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking to, like, see that hate comment or you're looking to see if someone said something mean about you, you're going to find it. Absolutely. Because that's what your intentions are. Confirmation like, oh, bias. I want to see if someone said something. I want to see if someone said something mean. Mm-hmm. Or if I want to see if someone said something bad about me. Mm-hmm. If you open your comment section, your brain is already like, okay, let's see let's look if there's anything it. mean. But you're not sitting there like, oh, I want to see something good. Yeah. And that's the thing. So that's like a psychological phenomenon. It's called confirmation bias, where it's like you are thinking of or you believe something. You're going to seek out evidence to confirm it or to validate it. That's just naturally how we work. So Mm -hmm. absolutely right. Manifestation really boils down to this one very simple phrase. And it's that where awareness goes, energy flows. What you are paying attention to, what you are thinking about, what you are looking for, what you are thinking and feeling all day 
that you're putting energy in that direction, that's what's manifesting. So it's like, if all you think about is your haters, if all you look at is your hate comments, if all you look at is our tweets that are really mean or the comments that are just saying really awful things to you and you spend all your time thinking about that, right? You're manifesting in that direction. You're manifesting more of that. And it's like, like you said, it's like, you're looking for it everywhere and you're find it. You're going to find it. If you look for it, you're going to find mm -hmm. it. So it's like really about shifting where your awareness is going. And it's like, okay, like you said, I have that one comment that's negative. It's got a thousand likes, but like, why don't I look for the positive stuff? Like, why don't I actually spend more of my mm -hmm. awareness on that? Because that's what will start to manifest. And that's exactly what I did. Cause it was like, I'll, I would see one, but it's like, you'll see one, but it's sandwiched between like 20 nice, amazing, positive comments. Yes. And it's like, why just focus on this one? What do you get out of that? This like a, a weird pain in your chest of like, oh my gosh. Also, I just wanted to say something really quick. Yes. Something that helped me a lot mm -hmm. with receiving hate comments was I saw a video and it kind of like changed my mindset a lot when it came to like what others thought of me. Mm -hmm. And this public speaker went up to a guy and was like, your blue hair looks stupid. And then he said, are you offended? And the guy said, no. And the public speaker said, why? And he said, because my hair isn't blue. His hair oh was black. Oh my God, yes. And that is how I feel when it comes to these hate comments. Even though they're not commenting on like, well, yes, sometimes physical traits, but sometimes they're like, oh, you're not funny or oh this or oh that. It's like, why am I going to take offense to something that I know for myself at least isn't true? Yes. And everyone else here disagrees with you. Oh my God. I love that you brought that up. I actually made a TikTok at like, a, I think a year and a half ago on the same exact mm. thing using a very similar example of like, if you're if you, like your favorite pen was the color, it was like in red ink and somebody tried telling yeah. you that your pen is purple, you wouldn't take offense to it or you wouldn't like react, you wouldn't even react to it. It's not about offense at that point. It's just about reacting. You would just look at them and be like, are you mm -hmm. stupid? My pen is literally red. It's like that level of yeah. conviction. That's what you need to have within your belief about yourself. Otherwise, you're going to believe what anybody tells you. And another video that I made was about, I called it the canvas analogy. And it's basically, so this has to do with your self-concept, right? Like the example that you use, the guy the guy's hair was blue or black or whatever it was, right? So it's like everything is yeah. all about your self-concept and the way that you think and feel about yourself. It's your self-image. So it's like if you were to pretend that you walk around everywhere with a blank canvas and anything on that canvas represents who you are as a person and the way that you feel about yourself, if you haven't drawn anything on there intentionally, you're gonna walk around and everyone that you hang out with, every space that you go to, everywhere that you're hanging out, people are gonna projectile vomit their bullshit all over your canvas. And then you're gonna look at it and be like, that guy thinks I'm a piece of shit, so oh my God, I must be a piece of shit. But it's like, no, you have to control what's on your canvas and you have to be very intentional about what you are putting on there. Because if you have, I'm hilarious, I'm very intelligent, I'm attractive, then you can go and walk around with your canvas anywhere and somebody's gonna try to tell you that you're ugly and you're horrible and you're gonna be like, hmm, are you stupid? Well, look at look this. Look at my canvas, babe. It's right there. I love that analogy. Yeah, it helped me a lot. I never thought of it that way. Sometimes you just need a reframe. I love that. Yeah. So like, and it really made me aware of like, where am I letting other people draw on my canvas? Cause like I started thinking, mm -hmm. I, I would realize that I would be thinking about myself from the perspective of somebody who I thought didn't like me. But it's like, why does any of that matter? If I can decide that I like myself, nobody can change my, my self-concept. It's literally up to me. And not to go back to the Zodiac, but I also feel like 
with your rising in Virgo and my like moon in Virgo, even though we are, I guess like perfectionists in a way, I've also noticed that that also comes to like social settings where you don't want to do anything wrong to make people not like you. Mm. I feel like at least for me, like I I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a people pleaser, but I also, it bothers me when I know someone doesn't like me Mm -hmm. and not now, but like a few years ago, if I found out someone didn't like me, and I didn't know why, but I found out like, oh, it's because they think you're annoying or, oh, you're too loud. That's what I thought of myself. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm annoying or I'm too loud. Yeah. But it's like, honestly, no, you're no, not. Sorry. And even if you are, be proud of it. Yeah. Like, Wear it. Own it. Wear it proudly. Because if you, whatever you accept about yourself, nobody can make you feel bad about it. It's literally like, no, this is just who I am. I've already accepted it. So no amount of you not accepting it can bother me. Um, but I love that, right. that like example of um or like when you said like going back to the virgo tendencies it's really hard to disconnect from what you think other people will feel about you and it's like it when you're Mm -hmm. in the state where you care too much you're always going to feel like you have something to prove but it's like what if you didn't though what if you were fine exactly the way you are and you accepted that nobody can tell you anything period and even if they tried it's just like okay and go ahead about it like it holds no weight. Throw a punch. Throw a punch. <laughs> Throw a punch. I'm going to hold up my canvas. Period. <laughs> and it's made out of cement. <laughs> it's made out of cement. Break your knuckles, babe. Oh, my God. Yeah, break the knuckles. Break the, go ahead. Try. I dare you. I love that. Um, this is a support <laughs> group for Virgo placements because, like, Oh, you know, actually, that can be a little, that can be pretty crippling. That can be very crippling. But it's also, yes, it has its, like, downsides, but look at the positive. Even though... Like Virgos, we have a tendency to like be great and be perfect. And if we're not, it like hurts us. Mm -hmm. That same thing also drives us where it's like, how can I better myself? How can I be better? We don't just sit here and we don't just sit here and criticize ourselves. Mm -hmm. We criticize what we do and improve. Yes. So yes, there's that downside. However, on the flip side, us being hypercritical of ourselves mm-hmm. allows us to get where we want to go. Exactly. Stagnation, who? Being stuck, who is mm-hmm. that? When you have a Virgo placement, uh-uh. you are always on the on the rise. You are always climbing up because you are aware that nothing is ever fully perfect as it is. There's always room for improvement. There's always room for growth, which is a good thing. But there's a constructive way to use that, which I love that you're kind of pointing that out of like, you know, criticism has an upside like your haters also have an upside like I um I just remembered this thing somebody sent my friend a message after the first episode of my podcast came out and it was a guy and he was talking about how you know my podcast it was like good but um it was missing a lot of pieces about how I'm a pretty like privileged rich girl or something like that and how that was a big part of my journey to becoming successful and I was like that's so crazy that people will really decide who you are and they don't even know you. Like they will really project Mm -hmm. all of their ideas and thoughts about who you are and they're gonna literally spew that in your direction. And if you are not sure of who you are, you might accidentally believe it and then let it like tear you up. So it's like, sometimes you just gotta be like, "Mm, I don't accept that. That's just not, you have no idea what you're talking about. I know who I am and you need to go move along. Also, I sometimes back on what you just said, mm-hmm. when people kind of like spew their beliefs on you, I feel like that's also because because they're intimidated, like not mm-hmm. even intimidated. I feel like it's because they're like, I haven't been able to get where you are. So I need to make up a reason yes. other than you're good at what you do yes. to prove that you got there, not through hard work, yes. but because 
they want to discredit you. Mm-hmm. They want to make a way to make it be like, oh, you didn't earn that. Mm-hmm. Like, it was handed to you. Mm-hmm. When in reality, like, yes, do not get me wrong. I feel like a lot of people in this world have a lot handed to them. Yep. They have the world at their fingertips. They're being fed with what is silver it? Silver like golden spoon. Yep. Silver spoon. Yep. Yeah. Some of us didn't have that. But regardless, I also feel like we all have to carve our own paths. Mm-hmm. We all have to put in our work. And I know that there are people out there who are less fortunate and don't have the same privileges even I had growing up, Um, which is definitely difficult. But I also don't feel like it's okay to discredit someone Mm -hmm. because you don't like them or because you haven't reached that point for yourself yet. Instead of discrediting someone, do something for yourself. Like if you're like, oh, I could never imagine how... Nadia got here or how how she managed to do this do it yourself like don't make up reasons to like hate on her don't make up reasons to be like oh you didn't earn this or oh there's no way you could have done that like oh like daddy's money type thing it's a lot more of like okay she did it how that's such a good point and like people that's what I mean when I say people will really project their own insecurities onto the rest of the world because it's like You're telling me that I just have, like, and exactly like you said, I'm aware that there are some privileges that I have that not everybody has, and that's something that I will never be afraid to own up to, but it's like, like, what makes you think you know anything about me or my story? You're literally just operating from your own schema of, like, what you think and believe to be true about your own life. Maybe he's insecure about not being able to do anything for himself. Maybe he got everything handed to him, and he's a little mad about it, and he can't ever feel mm-hmm. like he's done something for himself, and he's he's been the main mechanism behind it. So it's like, I also think it's important to get curious, maybe, or, like, start thinking about where other people's perspectives are really coming from rather than just like yes. believe in it right away um, because you'll discover a lot. And it's like, I've, I've read a lot of books about this. It's like people like don't realize where their own limiting beliefs are and people don't realize where their own biases are. And if you are not careful, you will allow them to put that onto you and you'll like accept it, which is so bad. And it's like exactly like mm-hmm. you said, like I worked for it. I know that I worked for it. If you want it so bad, why don't you work for it? Because everybody has infinite mm-hmm. potential or access to infinite potential to get where whatever they want and get to wherever they want. But it's like, if you just sit here and make excuses all day for other people's success, you're never gonna believe that success is possible with hard work alone. So it's like shifting the whole narrative on that I think is really important. And this is something actually that I talk about pretty frequently of like, Take control of your own narrative and take control of your own story. Like, you know who you are. You know what it took for you to get to where you are. Anybody that tries to discredit that just has no idea what they're talking about. It all goes back to like, shut up, choke. You don't know what you're even, you don't even know what you're saying. Like, I am the main character. Also on top of that, it's kind of like them writing out a hate comment or they or them saying something hurtful is easy. Mm-hmm. Them being like, oh, you didn't get to where you are. Like, you don't earn this. Or like them discrediting you in the comment section, that's easy. Mm-hmm getting to where you are, getting to where you have been, that wasn't easy. Why are you going to let someone who literally just sat there and typed out like a mean message Mm -hmm. affect your day when you have put in all the work and all this hard work too, when you're going to let a mean comment like tear you down? No, no, no. Absolutely. We don't do that. No, yeah. We can't do that here. Where awareness goes, energy flows. Like, what are you paying attention to? And you, that's the crazy thing is like, you don't have to pay attention to anything you don't want to pay attention to. If something's making you feel like shit or you don't like it, simply remove your awareness from it. You remember Tyler, the creator, he had that that, like very iconic quote of like, um, cyberbullying doesn't exist. Literally just close your computer. (laughs) Do you remember that? (laughs) 
But it's like literally, I mean, like, yes, but like, yeah. I, I, I know. I used to, like, before, I used to be like, well, that's so insensitive because closing your laptop isn't going to make the online hate go away. People are still saying awful things about you. But what he was right about, and I realized later, it was like, you don't have to pay attention to anything that makes you feel bad. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the hate comments are there, but do you have to look at them? Do you have to read them? Do you, have to, do you have to engage with them at all? No. That takes away the power of the haters to begin with. It's like, you can only feed their meanness if you're engaging with it. But you could easily just be like, mm, choosing not to pay attention to that because it doesn't help me. You could do that at any point in time, you know? Also, um, I feel like at least someone who like grew up with like social media kind of on the rise. Yeah. Like when I was growing up, we had like Vine. Yes, Vine! Um, I remember Vine. Rem- so it's like, I remember watching Vines mm-hmm. and like, I would never like leave rude hate comments, but I remember watching videos and being like, oh, this is so not funny. Like how the hell did they get here? Or like, I would just think of like hateful things. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm in my position of where I am in life, at least for now, mm-hmm. and I see those hateful comments, I'm like, I can put myself in your position because yes, you don't think I'm funny mm-hmm. because there were Vine stars I didn't think were funny. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, there was like, a feeling of envy I felt about being like, how are you not funny? I feel like I'm funnier than oh my you God, yes. and you're doing well. Yes. I don't think that way anymore, especially when I look at other creators mm-hmm. because I am one. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I'm now able to sit here and say, oh my gosh, they're saying this because either they're envious or they just want to be mean. Yeah, I feel like that's usually what it has bo- or does boil down to. It's like when people comment on like me not being funny or me being ugly or like if I do a transition video and they're like, how did this blow up? It's because they are upset that I am doing well and they think they can do better. Yep. So they only thing they can resort to is insults. I don't want to like anyone to take this in the wrong way, but I'm already where they want to yeah, be. Yeah, absolutely. And that makes them even more mad. Yeah. That's so true. And that's why it's important to to think about the perspective of your haters. Like, where are they really coming from? And the fact that you were able to really make that connection of like, you used to feel that way when you saw somebody that you didn't think was funny, but that was successful. So you're trying to like rationalize um, their success almost, or like try to not rationalize, actually discredit their success just to make yourself feel a little bit better. So it's like, um, and this is actually something like kind of related, but kind of unrelated at the same time. Of like, mm-hmm. if you have trouble believing that you can like manifest anything or you can get to where somebody else is, like, you know how you said it would be that feeling of envy? It's like a yeah. way to kind of switch that around is start looking at other people's wins as proof that it's happen- it's, it's going to happen for you too. That's like inspo. Yes. I was going to say mm-hmm. m- that you said as motivation. Yes. Like instead of taking the time out of your day to be like, oh, there's no, like, you're not funny this on the third. You know what? If you think you're funnier than me, good. I want to see how funny you are. Yes. Post videos. Yeah. Go out of your way and start (laughs) doing it. Period. Because it's like, then if you do it and you're like, oh, I'm doing well, you're going to realize how stupid you sounded earlier. Because people are going to start doing it to you. Literally. But like, at the same time, I'm like, just do it then. Just do it. Use me being like not funny and you thinking that you're funnier than me to motivate yourself. Period. Instead of leaving a hate comment. <laughs> Literally. Because if you're not doing anything, then like who's the loser now? That's Sorry. the Virgo moon being like, actually collect yourself and do something that's for your better good instead of just wasting your time. <laughs> that's what I am saying. Like Virgos, we tear ourselves down to build ourselves back up. Yes. Oh my God. I love this. And this has been such a like useful conversation. I 
Um, I'm so excited for people to hear this because I think there's a lot of tidbits that people who struggle with self-confidence really need to remember to get themselves back on track. Um, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast and for sharing your wisdom. Yes, it's been so fun having you on here. And it's so crazy because like I said, I've been binging your TikToks for the longest freaking time since like, I would say probably a couple of years. And the fact that you're on my podcast now, it's crazy. I feel like, feel like that makes me so happy. I love when I meet other, because I um I felt the same way too. When I like first started meeting creators, yes. I'd be like, oh my gosh, like I used to watch your videos all the time. Yeah. And it's so weird, like talking to other creators yeah. that you've like looked up to or just watched. And then you're like, oh my gosh, we're having a conversation. Oh my God. And like, I get to know you as a person rather than like you through a screen. Like we're actually yes. having a talk. Yes. Or like a convo. It's like almost surreal. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's what I'm saying. Like celebrity yes. status almost. It's like, we're all content creators in the same exact space doing the same exact thing. But it's like, you know, it's still somehow feels like you feel starstruck when you actually meet them. Cause you're like, oh my God, yes. I watched you, like you said, behind the screen and now we're talking. Uh-huh. I love that. That's um, how, like literally have you seen celebrities on the red carpet? They do like literally they'll see someone famous and be like, oh my God. <gasps> and it's like, you're famous too. So it's funny how that works. At the end of every um, episode, we've been doing a limitless challenge of the week for listeners to integrate what they're learning in the episode in their everyday lives. Okay. So what do you think we should have as the limitless challenge of the week this week for self-confidence and being the main character? Oh, I have one. Yes. I want people mm-hmm. to write down. I don't know if you've already done this. I hope not. <laughs> I want people to write down five things they don't like about themselves, mm-hmm. things that you can improve. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want, I don't want you to write down things that you cannot change. Right. You know, things you can improve upon, write them down Mm -hmm. and then write out how. And then I also want you to write five things you actually like about yourself. Oh, I love that. I love that. Because you shouldn't just focus on the bad. Focus, like write down the things you want to change in your life. Yes. Write down how you think you can change it. Yes. Try to implement that into your day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. But also make sure you're writing down positive things about yourself too. Because again, you don't only want to focus on the negative. Yes. Oh my God. That's perfect. Okay. So from a coaching perspective, because by the way, I'm a um, like an alignment coach. That is perfect because mm-hmm. you don't, I, that's a big thing. You don't just want to focus on the negative. Let's also bring in some of the positive. So, okay. You guys heard it from Spencer. Your limitless challenge of the week this week is to write down five things that you are capable of changing that you don't like about yourself. And then for each one, give a few ways to actually improve on it and get better with it because you can get better at anything if you set your mind to that and then list five things that you love about yourself that you want to start paying more attention to there you go that is your limitless challenge of the week i hope you guys enjoyed this episode again thank you so much spencer for coming on thank you for having me it was a pleasure being here amazing and we will see you guys next week for the next limitless podcast episode don't forget to subscribe on apple podcasts spotify um, and anywhere else that you get your Um, podcasts and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in.